Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast, You Got Me Joking With Me, Meg Reese. I'm joined this evening by my lovely friend, Chloe Howe. Let's have a little chin-chin. Chin. Chin-chin with the video verde. Hello. Love this shit. So we are going to be talking about all things sex, relationships. You know what we're here for? We're here for the goodness and the good for stuff. For the good stuff. <laughs> the juicy stuff. I fucking love it. I mean, we've known each other. Let's let's talk about our love story because I yeah. love talking about this with everyone. Cool. I feel like I'm lower on the chair, but I'm gonna gonna put the leg under this. So don't feel like, you know, like like dogs do that. I want to be higher. I want to be higher than you. <laughs> we met. When was it? I want to say it was like it was either it was either 2017 or 2018. I think it might have been 2018. When did you message me about the tattoo? I think 2018. Was it when I was at that place in Soho, wasn't I? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, and what was the first one we did? It was the leopard on my back. <gasps> oh, shit. And you told me when we went for a drink, like a year or whatever later, yeah. you're like, I'd never tattooed a back. I know. Before. I was like, yeah, yeah, I could <laughs> do that. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. I can do yeah, that. Oh, that's fine. fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. I'll do it. We'll that, but yeah. it still looks great. I was like, I so seen it for ages. You it. I'm fucking here. For I'll it. get it out later. Yeah, we'll sort of do it. We'll talk about <laughs> it. So we were going to be talking about. Oh shit! I need my phone. Actually, we were talking about relationships, mm-hmm. sex, and all things in between. Mm-hmm. That's what I talk about every fucking week. Perfect. Um, questions from people. I don't really get that many, to be fair. But we're going to go through other things anyway. But. I'm going to ask you some questions first. Sure. I'm going to go straight in raw dog. Okay. <laughs> Love that. Why not? In you don't normally appreciate health, <laughs> Let's take the protection off yeah. and go. We take raw dogging, we go. <laughs> okay. So it says Chloe interview. Oh, man. Wow. I mean, I typed it out actually it's today. a lot of pressure. I know. I never normally do a type out, but I thought, you know what? I've been had a really, really, um, one of those weeks of being really like on the money with everything like it's scheduled. She's on it. Gorgeous. So, first things first. Mm-hmm. Let me get that paper rolling. Tense. What's something you wish people would stop doing in the bedroom? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Quite, I feel like and you can ask me these questions back if you want. No, no, I think no, that'd I be think quite funny. We both should be answering okay, these fine. questions. It may be Chloe interview, but also Chloe interviewing you with yeah. the exact same perfect, questions. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, perfect. So what do I um I feel like one thing that I've been thinking about a lot recently. Yeah. Which isn't I'm not I'm kind of answering the question but also flipping the question. Sure. I'm more like I wish people would stop. You know people who only do like hot sexy snogging yes. only in when it's time for sex yes i'm like hot sexy snogging is for every hour of I'm the sorry, day but all, all, all points of i want to do it points. on the tube to work 100 percent. and i think also tease me the day and i'll be thinking about it all day long do you know what 100 I mean? and Come i also on. think if you do only reserve hot sexy snogging for like a pre pre I've had a wine yeah. prerequisite to sex. Anna Guinness, by the way. Yeah, Anna Guinness. <laughs> Let the record show. Yeah. Um, then if you know, that means that when you snog, if you guys don't have like I don't know, if you guys have a situation where one of you desires sex more than the other, yeah. they're gonna start reading snogging as as like it's oh on. I have to reject this because I'm yeah. not ready to have sex yeah, that's so and then bad, it can though. create this environment where like yeah. then you're not touching because yeah. every time you touch it They're means like, you have to oh, fuck yeah no I get so that so you need to just that's so true that's a really interesting thing though because I feel like there's so many people that do exactly the same thing yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like they kind of have a kind of foot back a little bit because they're like I don't want to just in case something is a something else yeah. you know what I mean and that's why I think like yeah so for me I think snogging 
every all, hour of the day. Yeah, and we all love a quite snog. And, and we should, oh. and we all deserve to love a snog. I love a snog. And I think if a snog is not only present before sex, then if you're not somebody who wants to have, whose libido is not always on all the time. Yes. You know, then you can enjoy snogging. Whereas if it is something that's only tied to sex, then snogging becomes also a scary thing. Yes, exactly. And we all deserve a snog. We love a snog. Mm-hmm. I love a, I love I a love snog. A you snog. know what? I was at a house party recently. <laughs> Here we go. And I, you know, Let's go. She's bringing it in. She's bringing <laughs> it in with the gossip. Come on, we're going straight in. I was at a house party on New Year's and I was getting with someone and oh, we were like snogging in the toilets. Yes. It was so fit. Haven't done that in so long. Because normally it's like, it is. And I was like, that's why I love the house party situation. So I'm like, we're like trying to hide it and like kind of having a secret sexy snog. And I was like, love this. When do you ever get that? I honestly think In my 30s, I'm like, I never get that anymore. It's like straight up, can I, can you suck me off? And I'm like, can you just, (laughs) I've just met you an hour ago. So um, can we have a little snog first? Is that all right? Or Uh, I think like, (laughs) bring back hour long snogging. I think so. And And a little bit of dry humping. Thank you thank for saying you. that. Thank you. Thank that's you for saying that. that's a big cheers <laughs> moment. Thank you for saying that. Do you know what I mean? Because I think I like that, a little grind. Yeah, a little bit of a wind up situation. Like sitting on someone's oh. lap. Sometimes yeah, I think a roll around. If I, I have think... a roll around. Wait, <coughs> I breathed in the wrong way because I was so excited when you said Nobody dry hopping. No <laughs> when you said dry hopping, like, I got so excited I inhaled weirdly. Choked on your own spit. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, like, I. When I think back to some of the sexiest times in my whole life, they've been when you're like, for some reason you can't have sex that night, maybe it's too soon or whatever. And so you're you're still so desperate for each other, so you just roll around in bed just like snogging and dry humping. You even like on. I love it. Overclothed stuff. It's literally the best thing in my life. Overclothed stuff <laughs> is the new underclothed stuff. It really is. <laughs> it's so hot in the moment. I know. And like the build up to actual sexy time is like so sexy. And then when you do have sex, okay, well, sometimes it's disappointing. Oh, but yeah. sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you're like, oh, should have kept the clothes on. You know sometimes what I mean? it's like. <laughs> You're already so ready, like, ready to Yeah, get especially within a couple times. I mean, a skipping, a skipping teenage, and I'm fucking... I'm bringing it back. Mm-hmm. 2024, we're bringing the sexy slog. Well, indie sleaze is coming back, which is of What's our... That? As in, like, the style of, like, 2007, oh. you know. It's giving salt burn. It's giving salt burn. I keep burn. plugging it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm saying salt burn. And that was, like, our teenage years, I guess. Yeah, how so? We're, so if, if 2007 is coming back, so is dry humping fucking and right. teenage slog. Fucking right. <laughs> I'm so here for I'm that. bringing it back. And I'm actually going to go in... What's yours, though? What's mine? Hang on. What There's we... a question, I think, that ties oh. in really well with that. Hang on, where is it? Fuck's sake. Here it is. How to get your libido up when you're in a slump? Oh. Interesting question. How do we... I mean, very interesting, because it's a bit of a mm. tricky one. I guess everyone's... Everyone's every, different. Every time I... I'm asked a question today. I'm gonna start with everyone's different. Yeah, they are. But I think um, a good way to start is with yourself because I think often slumps. Not always. It depends if you're in a relationship and depends what it's tied to. But I think often, well, even if you are in a relationship, I think often the block is is coming from from you. You, I think so too. And I think sometimes figuring it out. Sorry, figuring out what it is that you like and what it is that you want and what feels good for you is always the best place to start because as soon as you know and that might not even be like 
you know strictly sexual that could be touched like, yeah that could be like but it also could be in like the mental state that you're in with, like work mm-hmm. and like generally being overly tired and all those other things so it's like that really ties into it because I feel like I go I'm sure you're mm. the same I go through stages of being like really really up for it and then other days I'm like oh mm. can't be at CBA mm. get off me and I think sometimes when it's like that it's about taking like sex off the table yeah like okay it's, I'm in a slump about sex so yeah. Take sex off the table and just yeah. focus on like sensuality, yeah. intimacy, and even just being more kind to yourself and being like, that's you know, maybe I'll take myself for a nice little on the lunch. Day. Yeah, that's sexy. That's cute, right? Yeah, self care. It's that's sexy. That's hot. Yeah, that's giving. You know, what did you say? The indie sleaze. <laughs> giving two thousand twenty four indie sleaze, but self care vibes. Do you know what I mean? We're gonna we're here for it. Uh-huh. No, yeah. I think that's good. I think if you're taking care of yourself first, it's only bound to come yeah. back flowing. I think. And I think sex is such a like. There's so much pressure on it, and I there think really sometimes is. just saying, even if you are, I don't know where this person's come from, if they're single or if they're in a relationship. But I think yeah. actually sometimes it's really good. I know a lot of like relationship therapists suggest taking sex off the table for a bit and doing yeah. everything but sex. Dry humping. Dry humping, as we said. <laughs> a little snog bit of sexy snog. Where sex doesn't have to happen. Yeah, and actually maybe that's a good thing to say, actually. Maybe like having... I'm just, I'm not a sex therapist. We aren't sex therapists. No. But as a like a agony aunt situation, which is what we are tonight, we could say like maybe have like a night in if you're with somebody... A sexy snogging situation where there's no sex on the table. Sex is forbidden. Sex. That's yes. Hot. You, yes. That's I love hot. this. I love this. I'm so up for that. Saying no. Actually, no. I'm not. I can't. I can't. They're gonna be like, what? And well, you're gonna be like, I actually want it, but like, I can't because I've said no to myself tonight. Sexy snogging, dry humping. Exactly. Doesn't need to go anywhere. Exactly. Gonna leave it there, guys. Gonna go to sleep now. Gonna leave you with that hard on or, you know, yeah. wet pants. We're gonna yeah. leave it that. It's I fine. think it's also, yeah, the pressure of sex is often what, what makes it so intimidating. And I it think, does, yeah. I think removing that and yeah. enjoying everything that is a lead up or like yeah. a pre why can't I say that Pre- word but I keep I you choosing it's, to use it's it? Qu- quite Pre- a long requisite. One. Especially after having a drink, you'll be like, Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Um, to sex mm. but that becoming the main event it also makes those things so special and I think it that does. is cool and then you can have better nights together because mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you're like preempting something happening sometimes it can be a bit more like oh shit God, at some point I'm not really I'm gonna in the mood to, I'm going to have to yeah I'm not in the mood or yeah. I'm going to struggle to come because I'm not in the mood yeah I'm really in my head and I can't really think yeah. in this moment right now like I'm really overthinking and then it makes it shit yeah. in or your gonna mind or they're going to do it wrong and then I'm going to have to explain but I'm not confident enough to tell people what I want them exactly. to do yeah there's yeah. so many there's things there's so many questions so I think that's a good answer god I'm the best Jin, Jin, <laughs> you are the best okay. hey why are you not a sex therapist what's going on I'm doing my degree <laughs> oh you are yeah, I'm doing oh a god, psychology god. degree oh, guys hell. let the record show Chloe Howe ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we fucking love this shit okay brilliant cool. okay next one no I'm oh hang I on you okay sorry okay what, um, so what so, hey, you something you asked, you asked me you we're gonna do, we're gonna would do wish people would stop doing in the bed. call and receive yeah is that what it is give and receive give and receive <laughs> we don't give and receive a Chloe Howe and Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> getting wet already, guys. Don't worry about Stop it. My drink. <laughs> I'm stopping. I love it. <laughs> it literally has the glass of wine in the I knew it was going to be like this for me. I knew. Serious. 
say sorry serious come on serious what's something you wish people would stop doing in the bedroom assuming okay say more oh okay you know what it is i think especially when you match on apps like field i don't know if you've experienced mm-hmm. i field. have yeah yeah I feel like when you've matched on an app like Field, there's an assumption that you're immediately up for sex. So okay. even if you go on a date, for instance, mm. and you're like trying to work out if that's going to work, mm. the assumption really is only going to be a sex thing. Mm-hmm. So it annoys me that when, for instance, the last um, episode I spoke about, one of the first episode I spoke about was the guy that I slept with last and he came back here and he was like, where are your sex toys? And I was like, what? I've literally met this guy an hour ago. Mm. Right, my horny bitch, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. And then he was going through my toy box. And I was a bit like, mm, it's assumptive. Like, he wanted to use those things on me. But I was like, I've literally met you mm. an hour ago. So it's a bit, a bit too much, a bit too forward, too quick. I think mm. that's the problem with these apps. They can be too forward, mm. too quick. I think people feel like as well, particularly perhaps... On uh-huh. an app like Field, which yeah. is uh, its origins are in like the kink space. Exactly. I think some. I think people feel like they have to perform. Yeah. Sometimes. And be like overly kinky for being on that app, mm. which I feel like. It's like you could ask first. Exactly, but there's no there's no real conversation about it because I feel pe- people are like they they want to show off to a point of being like too overly sexual. Mm. So when they get down to it, it's a bit like they're trying to show off, and it's not. In, in any way pleasurable yeah. it's not I mean? about you it's about them proving something to themselves exactly so right. I think that's what I would say okay interesting yeah. so people so what you're saying is people assume that they you're assume, a kinky bitch but also because <laughs> I got this podcast and obviously I think people like they assume because I speak openly about sex that I'm really like strap mm. me to the ceiling and put a million dildos on my ass it's not what I'm into <laughs> at all <laughs> It really is. I like a snog and a dry hump. I as saw much that as image anyone. so clearly. Really <laughs> you were like that. I was like, damn. I'm really thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Where's ah. the velcro? <laughs> no, she hasn't got it. <laughs> Chloe can actually say I haven't got no any velcro. No velcro ceiling no as velcro. far as I can see. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> um, I can actually really relate to that because of, when I was working more in like the sex positive space, yeah. sexual health, Mm-hmm. people would just like send me their sexual problems as yeah. if I was always ready mm-hmm. and always willing to answer really intimate really yeah. du- sometimes very like extreme as well extreme yeah. sexual questions which yeah. is again this isn't meant to seem like a shaming yeah. thing no no not it wasn't at all that I judge people so, but it was like actually there's a work mode and a I'm non-work a... mode and right also... now I'm trying to watch the traitors and yeah. you're talking to me about <laughs> I don't know, your prostate, yeah. and I'm like... No, but I agree, yeah. <laughs> it's not always, you're not always on work mode, that's why it's annoying. I think it's a consensual thing as well, really, because it's like, what a woman posts and shares online is not a yes to... Exactly. Yeah. So if I'm getting, like, in my underwear on Instagram, it doesn't mean that I'm, like, a complete, like... It's not I'm going to sleep on. with everybody. Mm. It just means I'm body confident within myself, and I, I think everybody should be. Mm. But I think people, and especially guys in the single world, especially in the London pool, is what I found, is that mm. they kind of go down that route of being like, oh, well, she's easy because she's getting clothes off online, mm. so this is going to be an easy shag for me. Mm. And it's a shame, God, really, because yeah. actually they should look behind that. Mm. All a little bit damaged, do you know what I mean? Especially, God. I mean, we all are. I'm a Pisces girl, you're a Pisces I, girl. Our, our, our birthdays Been, are a day apart. What's yours Are again? you the fifth? I'm the fifth. I'm the fourth. Oh my god, I forgot this. It's, Again, ching ching. It's iconic. I'm sorry, we are Cheers. iconic. Oh my god. <laughs> Pisces on Pisces situation. I feel that was a good, was a good first crash. Oh you yeah, love okay, it. Okay, good. I'm gonna go in for a second. Mm-hmm. We've got, a, we've got a few on mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. What are your biggest turn ons and turn offs? Oh lord. It's a big on, big old question, big old question. Oh lord. Good Laura. Um, 
Hmm. Mine, personally, I would say that as a recently single girl, Mm -hmm. I am... I would say rediscovering that yeah i know something that really takes me out of the moment and as yeah a, i'd say more that's probably what the question is kind yeah of like that rather when than I'm, being like ew to yeah. most things yeah. you know when i'm having <laughs> me the way that i like to have sex is i like to be like completely in the moment yeah and one thing that really takes me out of it is when the other person is not and the yeah. way you know like sometimes when you're having sex <laughs> When you, I don't know if you've Deep. had sex before. I, yeah, I, I mean, maybe, but who knows? Um, and like, yeah, you're in the, you're in the, in like, the moment, you're, yeah. you, you know, it's all you're happening. Land, yeah. And um, and then suddenly they say something which is like so practical. Like, yeah. oh, sorry, I just need to move this out the way. Yeah. And they say it in that voice. And then suddenly I'm like, you're back into the, in the reality. I'm in moment. real world. Yeah. Sorry, were you just doing spreadsheets sorry, in your yeah. head? What is an like, Excel? Why have we got a computer up? Why is an Excel? Excel <laughs> suddenly, spreadsheets going on. What's going on? Suddenly I'm doing equal sum bracket. Yeah. I'm like, you're back to GCSE maths <laughs> and you're like, what's happening? <laughs> and that really, because for me, because I'm such like an in it vibe yeah, person. I feel like that's being like, that yeah, I'm makes, the same as you. That makes me suddenly feel really vulnerable and really like watched yeah. maybe. Yeah. And yeah. I think obviously again trademark everyone's different yeah but for me that really like spins me out of it yeah I agree and makes me suddenly feel really aware like out of your body mm. situation yeah I think you always need to be I, actually I no, actually let me I rewind on that I feel like when you're in that moment with someone that's really like you're running around and enjoying yourself mm. it's an out of body uh-huh and then when you come yeah, so back on a different plane yeah so you're like I'm kind of like whatever you want to call it tapped ethereal, into sex whatever. world sex tapped realm. into sex world you're like sex brains on you're like I'm in it and then yeah. someone says something and you're like Excel spreadsheet you're back in the real world I can't deal with this suddenly I have washing to do yeah. suddenly I'm I can like, hear the shit. dishwasher are those fucking socks done yet I need to let <laughs> yeah. them out and like air them out because yeah. otherwise they're going to smell damp and I can't and you're right I do need to take the bins out like, yeah suddenly. oh shit they've been sat by the door I've <laughs> still not done that oh god but at the same time I do understand where it comes from from the other person because I do think often again yeah. not speaking for everyone often mm-hmm. I think that is also an anxiety response yeah I agree. because it's like I would say more often than not the person who does that is the person who in that moment is t- maybe taking the lead yes yeah it's and then they're suddenly maybe they're feeling self-aware and so it's useful for them to snap out so I understand where it comes from yeah but but, but for taking me yourself out you're a bit like for me personally, I'm like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was in sex world. Yeah, I yeah, thought you were with I, me. I feel the same. Yeah, you're like, hang on, that, that's yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't call it a turn off. It's more of a like. So it t- pulls it's a, me out. It's a turn the... away for a moment yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah, but turn ons. Hmm. I thought hmm. this is an interesting one. I think so it's obviously I would different. I would love you for to a... answer. Would you? Yeah. Okay, turn on to me. I think personally would obviously be a, a massive. It's a chemistry thing for me. For sure. I mean, I've slept with so many people that has been like no chemistry and obviously because I've been a little bit pisseroni. Mm. And then I've been like, mm. oh, I'll give it a try. But mm. you always know in your gut it's going to be crap and then mm. it always is. So I feel like chemistry. Yeah. Good kissing for me. <gasps> Why am I being so stupid? It's the snogging for it's me. It's the snogging. <laughs> and you know. And you know straight away. You do. The last guy that I slept with. The kissing, Chloe. Mm. Oh, girl. Oh. Oh, tell me. I can't. Speak your truth. It was so bad. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go into deets, okay? Because okay. it's so bad. He was a really good looking guy, really great weather. The kissing, 
I mean, he was rummaging through the toy books at this point, and I was like, I had to try oh, and get him the away. Same. From it. It's the toy box. This is, yes, the last person. Okay. Um, and the kissing was really bad. It was almost like what I explained it was like our body chemistry was off because it was like you know when you get that thick spit, the, the mm. thick saliva that just kind of doesn't go with your body chemistry. Unless it's intentional. Oh, this was like you know when you get an ick though from someone. Yeah. And you're like probably should stop here, mm. not sleep with them, but I obviously did because just me being me. <sighs> oh yeah. Um. Too fast, like a washing machine that had been, you know, it needed to be serviced. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't been serviced for a while, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't good. It, you know what I love, though? I love about kissing. It's like the, so, the slow, sensual, mm-hmm. teasy Agreed. situation. If you haven't got that and you're going fast, rapid, rapido. Yeah. And you're like, you're and not the on the same. on a hundred. Yeah, it's like it's one. like poking in and out like a fucking one of those things yeah. that you're trying to smash down one of those games. Because you know? it's all about the lips, isn't it? It really is. You've got to tease with the lips and then go in with the situation. A little tongue. You can't do the all all at once. Mm-hmm. We're not teenagers anymore. Yeah. We do like that. <laughs> wait, aren't we? Wait, give me mixed messages now. <laughs> is it 2007 but, or no, not? No, wait, no, it is 2007. <laughs> we're bringing back the humping, dry humping and the kissing, but we're doing it in an adult way. Agreed. We're doing, like, yeah, yeah. this so is our first time kissing. We're bringing it back because we're, we're experts at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said I've been I kissing actually, since I, I was feel 13. foolish. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Humble like brag. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel foolish that I did it because that is mine as well, is, is oh. kissing. I think, like, for They're me... They're foolish. It's a... Uh, no, I'm like, why didn't I know my turn on? It, it, takes, it takes a while to like come out sometimes. Yeah, that is definitely my. I think if someone's kissing. a good kisser, yeah, uh, uh, I will forgive all manner of other sins 100%. if they're sensation at the kissing. You know what? Sensations kiss. So, what did you say? I feel like I was Shakespearean at that moment though. <laughs> sensation kiss. We love that. It's like a new song name. So any bands out there, can take it. Out Sounds there. like a band name. Sensation it is a band kiss. name. Sensation kiss. <laughs> sensation kiss. I think if someone's really good at kissing. I think you probably know that they're probably quite good in bed. Mm. But sometimes not. I've had some... Yeah. Some shockers. No, no. I would say... I'm trying to think back now. Like, God, I mean, oh, it's been so it's long. Been, <laughs> it's been 89 years. It's been 84 years. years. It's been 84 um, years. <laughs> but I feel like... Uh, no. Definitely. I've, I've had some amazing snogs in my life. And oh, definitely God, same. the best snogs in my life have translated into the best... Sex yeah, in my life, I think the chemistry sure. is there, though. I think that's why the kiss is so good. I think yeah. that it does come. You down can to see that. what people value when they uh-huh. get like, if people go into a kiss in a really like slow, yeah, the easy way, and there's like touching in a way, with and the face situ- like a movie kiss. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. Then you know that they're quite sensual. Yeah, not that there's any, but then sometimes when you have a really fast like. Yeah, you know, teenage snog with someone, yeah. then you can have really fast, I mean, not always, fun, but like you yeah, can have fun sex, fun, yeah. playful sex, yeah. and that's also cool. True, true. So yeah. I think you can tell a lot from a kiss, but I think also from a kiss, you can tell the chemistry that you have with that person. I think so too. Because I guess, I often think that when I have a bad kiss, I'm like, I've had a bad kiss with you, but you're probably going to have an amazing, you probably think I'm a shit kisser, and you're going to have an amazing kiss with someone else. Yeah, it's really interesting you say that actually, because there was a time where I kissed this guy. And then I kissed him again. I was like, actually, the first time I kissed you, you were really shit. Mm. He's like, oh, no, but I was really nervous, though. And I was like, oh, interesting. And now you're really good. So I'm like, are you going to be good in bed? I didn't sleep with him, but I was mm. like, mm, maybe TBC. Who knows? Mm. 
Maybe he's a learner. Maybe he's a... The first time was not so good, but the second time was good. Yeah. He picks skills up as he goes. He knows. He sounds like a valuable employee. I mean... <laughs> he learns I on the job. I might employ him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to call HR right now. Hello, Sharon? Yeah. Uh, the guy that I said don't employ, I think you... He's past I think, probation. I think he's... Yeah, he's past the three-week probation. <laughs> I know it's only been one day, but we're here for it. <laughs> She's had a glass of wine or two, do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what she does. Hiring. Hi- hiring on the, on the job. Okay, cool. so... Okay, that's your biggest turn-ons and turn-offs. Good. Love that. Mm-hmm. Did you say your turn-off? Did I? Uh, my Wait. biggest turn-ons... No, turn-off. Turn-off. Hmm. You know what it is for me? Oh my God, I'm Mass- excited. It's massive for me, this I'm one. Go. Bad hygiene. Well, well, well. The she cu- said it. She's coming in. She's rolling on number one um, on hi- by bad hygiene. And what does that look like to you? I think for me, it's like if I was to invite someone into my space and I was like going towards having a sexy situation with them, if they take off their shoes and you can smell their feet, wow. number one. Okay. I also think like people's pheromones, I think you know in that moment if you're going to be attracted to them. And I think if you're not getting... That if you're not liking their smell, mm. it's probably not a good thing to go ahead with. You know? Yeah. So I think that for me is like a massive thing. I need to kind of go forward and be like, if I'm not vibing their smell, then I probably won't go forward with that. Mm-hmm. So that's a massive turn off for me, I'd say. Um, yeah, I think bad hy- bad hygiene, bad teeth, bad like, just stuff like that for me. I'm like quite a clean OCD freak, so right. Yeah, I see. Really OCD of that. So okay. I need. I every time I normally have sex, I have a shower before, and I really want to get out of that. But oh, I think interesting. It's, you know what it is though. My first boyfriend. Yeah. Gave me a, and this is TMI. I'm going in for TMI, guys. So just it's TMI people. We're going TMI. What TMI love? TMI. <laughs> <laughs> so first boyfriend I ever had. <clears throat> fell in love with him hard and he told me that um <laughs> he went down on his first girlfriend and he had to tell her to get in the shower because she smelled so bad and ever since then i've felt like oh my god oh i can't god. ever go through that like i i'm not i don't smell as a person i know that i don't but like it made me feel like i needed to get in the shower every single time i had sex with someone and, and then change my sheets so it's oh, made wow. me feel really I don't know if that's, that's where my OCD started. Maybe it was. I'm not sure. But ever since then, I'm like really, really, really clean. Clean freak. So I wish I could have like spontaneous sex, but I can't. Okay. Interesting. Trauma there. A little mm. bit of trauma for you. It's such a shame, isn't it? Because I think like all of us have had, I would say, I mean, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but all of us have yeah. had sex with people where they weren't at their freshness. Of course. After the I- club, you yeah. know. Cool. But like, yeah, we've all I, been there, yeah. I think sometimes when you really want something, there's something quite animalistic and yeah. cool about, like, you're both a bit funky. I, I, but I agree <laughs> with that. Not if it's, totally. like, disgusting, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like, yeah. you know, whatever. Nobody, these, you know, we've all had a shower at least in our lives course, when we're doing yeah, this. yeah, we're not living but, in the 1800s, you know what I mean? But, you know, I think there's also something quite... Anim- can be quite animalistic yeah, but I like agree- when you have really sweaty sex yeah I agree with that though totally and I think that's why in the last couple of years I've kind of like got not in the last year and a half mm. I've kind of like got over it to a certain extent but I'm still a bit like I'm very mm. overly cautious about mm. how I am yeah. with people it's just a bit um yeah wild I yeah I think um 
That's a shame. It's a shame. It's interesting, isn't it, how much people's, particularly when you're of... Oh, oh she's, going pouring, on there. <laughs> she's pouring the wine. Particularly when you're... She's on, having a shower quickly. Yeah, she's having a quick shower before quick, we quick, raw dog mom, more conversation. <laughs> yeah. My mum calls it a horse wash. Oh, but a quick lovely. A quick wash before bed, she's like, calls it a horse wash. Well, so well, well. Um, yeah, it's interesting the power that your words have. And also, yes. you know, it's interesting probably that guy who said that to you, Obviously, I'm assuming you were like relatively young. Yes, yeah, he just hadn't confronted. 17. He hadn't been around many yeah. normal smelling vulvas. Yeah, and so he probably That's was it. ill-equipped really to be going down. And so then, yeah. and then, but his lack of knowledge informed yeah. your shame for the yeah. rest of your life, which exactly. is really. And ever since then, I've become like a really, really, really anal about mm. it. Like I'm, it's such a shame though. But that's why it's so important, I think, to be really frank and for these conversations about yeah. like what people's bodies fucking look like and smell like but also happen. we're all human so it's like but all, we're all gonna have days that we like you know like throughout people's cycles and whatever like we're all gonna smell slightly different mm. and for that co- that one comment with him I was just like I felt so like I don't know it's been something that stayed with me for the rest of my mm. life how how many years ago was that 17 mm. to 33 don't even know the maths I'm terrible 16 years 16 no, years no that's not good math is that right yeah, that's, that's all right. Yeah, oh, we'll go with that. Yeah, sixteen yeah. rather. Round off to nearest ten. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it's literally scarred me, wow. and it's changed my all of my sexual relationships throughout my whole mm. life since him. And I think it's not. I, I would assume like it's not helped that that early sexual experience is bolstered by fucking society that oh. makes women feel so shit about everything. Their bodies all but the everything time. though. Yeah, everything that we. It's never the guy. It's like mm. always the girl. I know, and that's what's so crazy is because, like, genitals, where they're positioned, it's not every... We're, there's always... Look, <laughs> people are going to be funky sometimes. We, we are, though. It doesn't just, matter, but it's... Even, like, walking around as a human in the day, like, when it's cold yeah. outside, you're going to have a little bit of, like, you know, BO if, sometimes. If mm. you've been at the gym, for instance, mm. like, we're all human. We're not going to smell like a fucking Barbie. No, we no. We are not mannequins. No. Do you know what I mean? Preach. 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 <laughs> fucking preach. Okay, we've gone into that one. That, doing quite well with these questions. I have to Lovely. say, I didn't think they were going to last this long, but we're going... Okay, <laughs> this is a good one. How do you feel about one-night stands? Um, or ONS, on-field, if you like. Ooh, I <laughs> love we're it. We're going for the acronyms. So, yeah, on-field, you know you can put your desires. I, oh, yeah, I've been on there many I times. don't have ONS on my... No, as one of my as, desires. why would you? But, um... So I'm going to speak like so, so, socially and... But also freely for yourself. And freely for myself. Because there's no judgment here. For myself, I mean, I've had one night stands and they've been... As we all have. They've been absolutely jokes. Yeah, absolutely. But um, generally my... As who I am, yeah. I need more of a like... Emotional connection. connection. with somebody. Yeah. Not, not so much to have a good time during sex, but definitely to like... Understand come. each other. Yeah, totally. No, I agree though. I so agree. personally, that's my. So generally, I like to have slightly longer term things with people, even if it is casual. Yeah. But um, I had a really great track. Chat. Track. Track. Tra- I'm releasing a track, guys. <laughs> I'm releasing a. I had hey a man, track. I'm going to be plugging my track. Dropping tonight. a beat coming through. <laughs> it's coming out, baby. <laughs> um, I had a really interesting chat with my friend recently who yeah. went through um, a long period of being single and 
she had loads of se- obviously sexual experiences during that time yeah. and many of them one night stands and mm-hmm. we were talking about being single and like you know embracing I don't know yeah like rediscovering your sex life sure yeah and um she was sort of arguing that one night stands can be or for her were a really good forum for that because okay you learn how to if you're having one night stands mm-hmm. that's the most frequent type of sex you're having yeah um there's no you're just like well I'm gonna have to learn how to vocalize what I sure. want because otherwise you know the next time I have sex I'm just yeah. always gonna have a bad time so yeah. for her it really helped her exercise that muscle that's so to great. ask for what she wants even when she's nervous or doesn't know the person situation yeah. okay great I love that and when she doesn't 100% trust or know how the person's gonna react great and I thought that was a really interesting that's really perspective. interesting yeah that really is um, because I haven't had an extended period yourself... of singledom in my life like, well, again, <laughs> so... also putting yourself in that really uncomfortable state being like I want this yes to a stranger exactly it's iconic and really. she said really so now she's getting with people that she trusts and yeah. wants to be with yeah boom the sex is fire oh, and I was like God. do you know what baby girl can we just cheers to her gonna cheers to her that is outrageously iconic I actually can't mm. That's, mm. Br- that's brilliant that's really yeah. confident and really amazing and so I think and that's nearly single uh, no, this was when she was mm. single, so she had a long period. So even so, though, yeah, nearly single, and then doing that, and then like exactly incredible. So I feel like um, you know, I'm. It's all good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to take a leaf out of your fence book because that sounds iconic. Yeah, because my one night sounds have not been that iconic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, girls, so how do you God. feel about them? Uh, you know what? I think. At the beginning of being single, I was like, you know what? I was I was really trying to find something that was like a real soul connection and like trying to find that really great sex. But you just can't with dating within London, especially within mm. on field on a, on a sexier app than Hinge, um, a kink app if you like. Mm. People are going to look at you like a one night mm. thing, and I think a lot of guys obviously did, and they have, of course. I've had great dates with them. I'll fight them. They sound... <laughs> I know, like, Give me their addresses. That's it. I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. I've had so many, like, nights... You know what annoys me about this, though, with the one-night stands thing? Is that guys that I've spoken to have put in the legwork for weeks and weeks and weeks on edge... On, on edge? On end. Um, to meet up with me. And then they've met up with me, they've slept with me, and I won't hear from them again. Mm. So I'm like, I don't really understand what the whole pretense of that is mm. before that. I'd rather someone just be like, look, I want to fuck, and then let's just go. Mm. Because I, for me, I respect that more. Mm. But it's the, the wind-up beforehand for weeks. I don't know if this is a, a super hot, spicy take, but for me, I always feel no, like I love that, spicy is, take, that yeah. is rooted in... Sexism. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But because I, agree. I feel like it's like... I feel a bit higher now on this. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's like um, in that specific example and behaviour that I've heard about a lot yeah. is like men thinking that women don't enjoy sex. And so they think that when... <sighs> that women always want to get into relationships if they've shagged. And I'm like, this isn't... You know, this isn't like... But also... A Bridget Jones film, like we oh. just you women do enjoy sex, and also why? I don't know. Maybe hang on, I'm slightly rambling, but I think no, 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 please ramble because I'm here for the ramble. But I'm that's what I for me. I feel like it's rooted in that, like these guys sleep pursue women, yeah, and then when they sleep with them, they're like, oh, she's gonna be in love with me now, and I'm like, that, what decade are you? But I, oh, this is what I talk about all the time. 
In what decade and also what fucking world are you living in? You'd be so fucking lucky mm. that I would ever look at you like as a relationship situation. Mm. This has only been a situation where I wanted to sleep with you. But I wonder if it makes their egos feel better. Of course it like, does. I wonder, like, like, it's oh, easier. this girl's way above me. So or, I like, you yeah, know. so it's easier for them to be like, oh, I ghosted her because she would have fallen in love with me. Oh. Rather than the truth, which is that I could have continued to do this until... I got feelings. Uh, yeah, or yeah. Um, she realised she was too good for me. Yeah, which is going to be like second date in. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but I have but no I'm not, patience I'm not, for ghosts. I am so. not sorry to say that there's so many people that I've slept with in the last year that I've been like, not in my calibre. And mm. I hate to be... Slay I hate to be... Cheers to that! <laughs> I hate to be arrogant, but I'm not being arrogant. I'm just being like, I'm. you know when you take a step back and you realise and you're like, what? Megan, what the fuck were you doing? Mm. Actually. And mm. I'm sure like many people do when they're single. I've spoken to so many girls that I tattoo and they're like, I don't know what I've been doing. I've been mm. like sleeping with bottom of the barrel and I'm like, yeah, because that's all we've got right now. Mm. I honestly feel like the the good people are like, kind of like creeping out and they're like sticking their head around the door but they're like a bit too scared to come out right now. And there's no one on apps like that right now. They're all like bottom of the barrel like, yeah, right creeping mm. out and I'm like I don't want to be I'm not here for the creepers yeah the creepers the creepers can fuck I up I feel like whenever whenever friends of mine or whatever are Great like tat, you say. oh gorgeous tat look at that is that a cat on the skateboard anyway she's got a top off now she's ready she's in a go a, girl kind of like a waiter yeah I'm about Brooklyn to ask you for vine. more bread yeah I'll get, <laughs> do you want the dessert menu and we're here for it I've got some sort of menu I'm gonna give you this <laughs> we're ready for news readers <laughs> Right. What were we even talking about? Okay, okay, we've done that. We've done more night sounds. Okay, so next one. Question number four. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I've done this. I'm feeling really good about this. Right now. You're so pro. <laughs> You're so professional. I'm loving it. I'm loving to get the second guess. I'm loving girl it. And I love it. Okay, how do you feel about PDA? If you don't know what PDA is, PDA is public displays of affection. How do you feel about I it? I have the strongest. Oh. I'm gonna. And I will. I have the strongest opinions about this. Do and, you? And, and I can make it political. Oh, Don't worry about me. She going in. Baby. I'm about to make this political. She's gonna, no, no. She's gonna blow the top on this shit. <laughs> um. So I am. I'm sitting back like a gangster. Right lay now, back. Like, lean back. Lean back because baby. I'm gonna be lean chatting back. at you for a bit. <laughs> no. Um. I feel very strongly about this. Yeah. I love PDA. Oh my god, can we cheers? Just can we bloody time. cheers again? I love PDA at all points. I love PDA. Oh, sorry, I won't give my my answer away. Yeah. <laughs> I love PDA and actually, um, yeah, I think being affectionate in public is such an incredible thing. I, th- I agree. But and it's a confidence also. It's very confident. Yeah. But also, yeah. queer people yes. don't have the luxury of choice. Oh. So I think PDA, if I ever see like a queer, a visibly queer couple in public doing PDA, I'm like, they've chosen love over over their safety. That makes me want to cry. They've chosen love over their safety. I can't. And when, um, whenever I've had like a queer snog in a public place, a lot of the people that I've had like connections with, um, who are of like the same gender or a marginalized gender, like very often we've yeah. had 
hassle, hassle, like somebody has come up to us or somebody has watched us. Really? Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. Not all the time, but like definitely everyone I've had a semi long term thing with it's happened. Right, right, long term. I was going to say, because I've had a couple of things that they've never had like a. Yeah, yeah. It's long term. Yeah, or like, like, you know, multiple. No, I got you, I got you. It's happened like once or whatever, at least once. And I think. um, What happened though? Just like people being like. Or yoy, or like men really oy, watching, oy. Yeah. Oh, gross. or men really watching, or like men really approaching, or like feeling unsafe in the street because people are like <gasps> no, I, yeah, yeah. So I think, and so you don't if you're in a queer That's relationship, so sad, you don't get the the luxury of Being of choosing all the time to be with to love. have a PDA. Yeah. Okay. So I so whenever I'm dating a man and they're weird about PDAs, I'm like. You don't know how, how lucky you are, kid. God damn, back in my day. Honestly, I can't believe that. I'm like, I'm here for the PDA at all points. Like, yeah. genuinely. Like, if I'm dating girls, I'm dating guys, whatever. Like, always here for a PDA. Genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have a public smog. Have you ever watched um, My Best Friend's Wedding? <laughs> oh, sorry, is the Queen dead? Of course I've watched it. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on. You know, like... I remember being a kid and I loved that film. Like that I watched film is it iconic. All the time. I because also, Ginger like, Queen, as a ginger person. But me too, though. You know that I'm Auburn. Are you Auburn. Hey. No, I'm Auburn, I'm right? Wow. I wish I was more ginger, like you. And they think, actually... Mine's enhanced now these days. Yeah, you know what? I'm probably about the same colour as you now. Yeah. But Freckle Queens, come on. We know this. I mean, you're more freckly than me, but I'm like... Yeah. I'm midway. But there's a bit in that where obviously she loves um, the guy in it, who's also such, oh, he's so fit. I uh, can't deal with him in that he's film. He's so hot. Hang on, let me find what's Floppy his name. Hair. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. His name's like not Dermot and Leary. No, get excited. D- his name is Dermot. <laughs> My though. best friend's wedding. But the whole thing in that is that she's this stone cold, powerful career girl, yes. and she can't. And when they were together, she wouldn't like let him hold her in public. <gasps> Dermot. Told you. Mul- Mul- Mulroney or something. Oh, he's so gorgeous. Yeah. He? Oh my God, look at him now. He's so cute. Yeah. Uh, Dermot Mul- Mul- Mulroney. Mulroney. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, look. I can't, how old is he now? Age. Hang on, wait. I need to find this. But that was, so that really. 60 years old. Hot. I still would. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me, but that was Dermot, my... if you're out there, give me a cool. <laughs> me and Chloe are cool. Actually. Yeah, yeah. You've got two girls there. Three someone's eye, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but I remember watching that and being like, for some reason it really impacted me as a kid because I was always told that I was really st- stern and like cold. Yeah. And, like, and you know, it's I am quite a girl. Guarded, I would say. And so yeah. I remember watching it and really identifying with her character. And but you're also, but you're guarded, but you're also, you're like me, you're very guarded, but you're also like very emotional and you're very much like, you will let people in mm. to a certain point. Mm. So when I, I was the same with you, I watched it and was like, oh. Why should someone career-driven be so put in a box? Sorry, I'm like taking over. No, no, my go. Mind. so ADHD. Love. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> Always. Be like that. Yeah, anyway, it's like my, actually my moment, so fuck oh off. Oh my babe. God, no. <laughs> no, I would joking. like to know your opinion on no, my best friend's wedding, the best oh film God, ever I made. Love <laughs> I love that she like hops in that fucking van and she just steals it and gets her over there. Like, you get rest for that now. I know. The Prison. styling in that film is also really good. Oh, stunning. But, 90s. Um, you can't go wrong. But, yeah, I think that that... I, I, for some Sorry, reason, really that film has always really impacted me. No, like, I agree. Because that was the reason that the great love of her life. And he, in that film, and I hate to say it, settles for someone less than him. And 
And they are supposed oh, to be together. Watching that film back now, he's 28, she's 20. Yeah. And he makes her quit school for him. Yes. I watched it the other yes. week and I was like, this is actually high key fucked up. Yeah. It's really, really <laughs> fucked up. And there's so many people living this life right now, mm. as we know, that I look back and I'm like, those two actually, Julia Roberts and whatever his name was in that film, Michael. His name's Michael. Michael. My Michael. Michael! That's my Michael. I can hear her screaming, Michael, Michael. Um, and she says in that, he sure can kiss. Yeah. Our boy. Come on, Dermot Mulroney, if you're out there and randomly listening to this, <laughs> I've heard you can kiss. Come and join the <laughs> We're here every week. Don't worry about it. Next guest, Dermot. We're here. I'm manifesting, manifesting. Um, no, but there's a moment in that where they're just, they're like, and you know what they always say, they're like, marry your best friend. They were best friends, and he marries the girl that's and 20. And he's a career boy, too. He's a career he, boy, she's a career when, girl. What is it? When San Antonio sweeps Sacramento, he works for a sports base, <laughs> and, so, and she's a food critic. Yes, always. So how do you feel about PGAs? Where's your... Like, I, t- talk to me about whether so, you like them or not, like, what's your... I love a PGA. Yeah. You know what it is for me? I'm a great believer in love. So regardless of life, I'm going to be with someone for forever or for five minutes. For me, I feel like being a human is all about human contact. Mm-hmm. I'm a big hugger. I'm a big toucher. Mm-hmm. Like, if, I, if you're in my me life, too. like, I'm, like, constantly touching me. Mm. You, you'd see me tired, ta- like, constant. I'm so tactile. Yeah. That's why I get accused of yeah, flirting. And yeah, I'm like, I'm, no, I'm but just... I'm, I'm the same. I'm like, I'm also, I'm like, I'm, I want to touch you because I'm, like, we're yeah, yeah, together yeah. in this yeah. moment. Like, I'm such a grabber. I'm same. like, ah! same, same. I'm so glad that you're the same. So sometimes a bit, people are a bit like, can you, um... No, no. Fuck off, <laughs> No, but I'm I'm exactly the same. So if I'm dating someone, I'm like I feel like even when I'm with my friends who aren't very like touchy, <laughs> some people love the tap. But I'm like I really I'm a really big hoe and I I mm. hug people and like so if I'm dating someone, my God, yeah, you're in trouble because I'm like I can't stop touching you. Mm. And I, I, I want to show you that because I'm I'm interested in you. You know. Yeah, yeah. Also, we're on this earth for such a short time. Yeah, it feels like a long, short situation. It's long, you know short, I mean? long, short, but it's short. But also, you know, you don't. I personally am like, whenever I've been with some, you need to catch up. Oh, I do, don't I? Jesus Christ! When I'm I, going through this sorry. like hot cakes. I'm like, whenever I've been with somebody who um, Christ, who I'll get the other is weird about PDAs. I don't understand I'm sort that, of like, that about. I'm sort of like, why are you more concerned about, to us, the NPCs? Like, yes, people thank, who we will thank never Chloe, see again. Honestly, thank you for that, because they literally... The we story are, of us. Oh, the story of our life. I'll take the story you home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you night. I'll keep her <laughs> Thank you, one day. This girl is a singer, if you did not know. Fuck me, check it out. Um, yeah, I actually can't. Yeah. When I'm, if I'm walking on the street and someone holds my hand, I'm like, I'm in Notting Hill. But I'm also deluded. <laughs> I was just about to say, no way. I was just about to say the exact same thing. I'm also deluded oh, in God. my life is a movie and I'm the main yeah, character. No, no, but that's and you're the, you're the supporting act and we're all going to win an Oscar. Yeah, but absolutely. Like, but I don't know. I think I definitely feel very much like, yeah, life is for living your own little story. I agree. And I agree. I have never personally been on a train and seen people making out and been annoyed because no, 
I would be doing the same. And oh I, my God, of course. And I think when I have been annoyed about that, it's because I'm in some place and it's coming from like, I've just yeah. gone through a breakup. But or... also you're just like, I don't want to see that right now because I'm hurting or like, exactly I'm, like, I'm like angry because I'm, so I'm like no being single cares. or whatever. It's like, whatever. No one actually cares. No. And actually no one's going to ever remember and be like, they'll go back and be like, oh, remember that fucking couple? Yeah, yeah. I've missed out on the fucking tube. You're joking me. Oh my God, I'm never going to forget about it. They're going to be like, they'll forget it in and seconds. And actually for me, to, to bring it back to what I said before, when I see <laughs> queer people kissing, I literally like, I start like trying to act queer. I'm like, oh, I, I want you to know that I'm set, you're safe with me. You know me. what? Kiss like, more. Right. Kiss more. I'm so that's when I get my carabiner right. out. I get the carabiner out. I'm like flashing the short nails. I'm like, I'm one of you. Kiss more. All right. You can, you can, you can grind on each other here on the tube. Yeah, you know I'm, what? you're I'm safe gonna, with me. I'm going to stay here, but I'm, I'm happy to watch, but I'm actually not. No, I'm not going to get like involved. That. You know what I mean? This isn't. No, I'm just like happy. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a bystander by saying this is, this is fine. I'm a bystander. <laughs> I'm a bystander. We're going to go with that. Hello. Okay. Hey, yo. <laughs> right. Okay. Next Next quasi P. Okay. What toys are you interested in or nervous about trying? I mean, with you, I'm like, well, that's not really a question, is it? <laughs> and with mean, me either. What do you mean by that? I mean, I feel like you're a very sexually liberated woman, and so am I. So I feel like there's not many things I've not tried apart from getting Velcroed to the ceiling. Ceiling, yeah. And done the ass with 900 dildos. <laughs> you said a million, actually. TV. So why has it oh, gone million. down? Oh, why shit. It down? Probably a bit too much, though, isn't it? <laughs> Organ destroying situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, what am I... I would say... Nervous to try. Nervous, yeah. Oh god. This is okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um. <laughs> nervous. I'm smashing my phone and floor. Oh my god, was that me? Yeah, that was that's you. Jesus the tattoo. The um, tattoo. I would say I'm not really nervous. I can't think of a toy that I'm nervous. I feel like a toy for me. Be nervous about. I'd be like, mm, I, you know what? I'd be nervous about. I think it's trying something on someone else that I'd be unsure mm. about what I'd be doing. Mm. That's what I'd be nervous about. Because mm. guys have asked me to do stuff to them and I'm a bit like, I'm right. not sure. Oh, I tell you what, I'd be nervous any pain, pain stuff. Pain stuff, yeah, that's a good one. Um, like, what's the level? How do we do this? Just Where do we start, you know? I am currently <laughs> not the most experienced with any sort of like... Me neither. Yeah. Never, I would love to go down that route, don't get me wrong. Oh, so. Um, never say never. And I also, you know, obviously, yeah, you there's a lot of layers to how you should there approach are. that yeah. so i think maybe that would be nervous but i guess the the i would also be but at the same time mm. i'd be confident in myself to be a very communicative yeah you are very communicative lover 100 <laughs> very communicative um, yeah so i think you know it it would be it would be fine but i guess and initially maybe but i think excited um yeah the only thing good. i would say i've tried you know, I've, 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 I would say I'm quite <laughs> toy. You tried most menu. Yeah, I've, had, I've tried a few. Um, I know. I'm. But not, that's what I love about reason, you. Though. You're so open about it. I'm, I'm exactly the same as you. Um, actually, at the minute though, I would Ooh. say that I'm. Have, I'm just like so vanilla these days. But I know. Because I've done. I've just been. That's I've, what I mean. Though. That was that's all good. But yeah. now I'm just but like. I'm you know insane. what? Let's just do missionary. And I'm the same. <laughs> But I was always because I used to have this mm. is a sad tale. I used to have such sensitive nipples that I could literally come from nipples. Fuck off. Yeah. 
fuck I know. Off. It was literally Chloe. heaven. I was literally Chloe. blessed by the gods. Oh my god. And then I got one nipple pierced <gasps> and I lost sensitivity fuck in off. both fuck nipples. Oh, both. No, 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 no. So let this be a cautionary tale. No. Um, and Every time someone says to me, like, shall I pierce my nipple? I'm like, no. Right. So I got one pierced both. The, <gasps> so no. it was really, really sad because I was blessed from the gods and then I lost the blessing. No. It was so sad. And then, um, uh, so I, the nipple piercing fell out however many years ago and yeah. slowly I've been getting sensitivity back but it's never been the same. Oh my God. But when they were sensi- sensible? Sensible? <laughs> Are you being sensible? When they- <laughs> Are you? Come on, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Homework's due. Come on. Are you? It's a day and early night. Um... <laughs> When they were said, I was always really into, I was just so like, I really just wanted somebody to use like nipple clamps on me, but nobody wow. would actually. Really? Mm. <gasps> That's wild. Yeah. And I think maybe I would st- still turn I mean, it down there because say, I still, I literally never. can't not come unless somebody's also touching my nipple. Really? That's interesting. I know. It has wow. to be great. I have to, really? I always joke that I'm like a bop it. Like I have to have like on the bop nipple. It. Squeeze it. Yeah. Bop it. Something on the nipple, something on the clit, something <laughs> inside. Say, and I'm... if you're going to put a little something on the butt, then cool. But yeah, it has to here be, for that. I'm literally like a bop it. I'm the same as you though. I can't just do one situation. All the buttons have to be being pushed. All the buttons, all the buttons, all one yeah. go. Can okay. we love that? That was definitely an answer, which is very much wine. No, I love that. Um, <laughs> do you have an answer? Is, is the... I was just looking at the oil burner because sometimes it starts spitting and it goes everywhere. We will have a little bit of spit, do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, what toys am I interested or nervous about using or trying? For me, like I said, I think it would probably be using something on someone else. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, okay, yeah, I love that. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Signed off. I've got another bottle here. Stun. Fuck's sake. She's an alcoholic, living an alcoholic life. Okay, yeah, so that's what, what I'd say about the... Um, toys. The toys, for me, I'm like, I'll try anything once, but I've never put a toy on... Have you ever done toys on the guy before? Yes. I feel like I'm a bit scared, though. Mm. I don't want to get any arsehole. You don't want to. No. I don't know what it is. I'm a bit scared. Mm. Not sure why. Maybe I should just explore that myself. Uh, <laughs> your wait. face. What did you say? What's your? I'm mind? a bit scared that I don't want to go towards the asshole on a guy. Yeah. But I'm also like maybe I should just try it and see what I feel I like. Think, you know what? Like you don't need to be doing it on some random. I feel like no, but I mean like, someone in a relationship you, or someone you have a certain sign. Mm. I mean you can do if it is like a one and you like are having a great time and then fucking serve. Like what one of my fucking text ones. <laughs> um. <laughs> You're like I don't want any more fuck off. <laughs> no, I do, I do. No, that's fuck off, please. having a great time. <laughs> I know, the chin chin, by the way, Vino Verde. I actually, look at the fucking. Sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Hi, can you sponsor my podcast? Thank you so much. Brilliant, thank you. <laughs> okay, so next question. What three words would describe you? Hang on, let me read that again. <clears throat> a little bit drunk, Rooney. What three words would describe. No, this is really badly written by me. You're supposed to be writing a book, for Christ's sake. <laughs> what three words would you describe yourself like in bed? Uh, Interesting, okay. right? Curious. Oh, love that one. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Patient. Yeah. yeah, you come across like that. Also, go on. Fucking. I know this is added. That's, <laughs> that's not the final word. Yeah. <laughs> I would say giving. Just fucking. Giving. Giving. I'm very. Giving first. Okay, good. 
I would say I'm very... That's a green flag. And I think the patient thing ties... Because, like... It does I'm definitely not a very, like... People don't need to... I'm very much of the world where it's like, you know, orgasm is not the be-all and end-all. Not everybody can come very easily. But you can all have... Or, like, some people, you know, struggle to orgasm, whatever. And we all struggle to orgasm sometimes. And we're going to come back to that point in a second. Yeah. So I feel like, you know... preempting the topic there. Perfect. Good segue. (laughs) Um, So I think... And I, that doesn't, you know, I'm lucky to have a lot of, like, sexual health experiences. But as it shouldn't, though, like we were talking about earlier, if you can have, like, that snog and, like, a dry hump and they go to bed and then, like, have those intimate moments together, it doesn't need to be constant fucking penetration. Yeah. I think that's what people get confused with. Fast track to Sex is still, like, if you have a connection with someone and it's intimacy and you're kind of, like, rolling around and having a fun time. That's still sex because you're like in oh, an intimate 100%. moment with someone. I think that's what people get confused with, though. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're like, mm. I need to have like, needs to be like fucking me, and then that's we're having sex. It's not the same. As thing. in P and V. P and the V, or mm. whatever it may in mm. something, you mm. know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be for anybody, you know. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, I think yeah that'd be my those would be my words okay. <laughs> what, are yours? what would mine be oh my god what did i say curious patient giving Love. yeah cool she's like you remembered that <laughs> she's a singer she knows lyrics. what would mine be lyrics yeah um mine would be sensual oh <laughs> <laughs> she's going in sensual um oh, what would mine three but to explain myself and Ben sensual Mm-hmm. Teasy. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. That's me. And teasy. What does that? Teasy, what, like, how does that manifest? I feel like teasy. I always said that. I'm a massive teaser, so like I love the teasy situation before we get into so sex. I'm such a snogger. I love a snog. <laughs> I love a dry hump. I love the teasing though. You know when you're like lying in bed and you're like you've both got your underwear on and you're kind of like mm. you know it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and you're like touchy touchy up the back situation. You know like the slow tickles. That for me is like a massive thing. Yeah. If that's not happening, I'm like. Mm. The stroke. Sometimes that is. Better it's better than, than sex. sex. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. In the morning as well, you know, there's like slow, sexy mm. tickles. Nothing oh, better. Know. Couldn't fucking pay someone to do it better. Um, third so word. Teasy. Central teasy and. God, it's a hard one actually, isn't it? Sporadic. Oh, hello. <laughs> what does that mean to you? Sporadic as in like, you know, I haven't really seen anyone right now or anything. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> just went, just as the wind blows. As the wind blows. Thank you. You really put that on, <laughs> hit the nail on the head there. Or as my sister would say, hit the nail on the hammer. Which is even funnier. <laughs> hit the nail on the hammer with that. Okay, I love that one. That's great. So what cool. did I say? Central? You said sensual, teasy and sporadic. Sporadic, yeah. Cool. Okay, that's, that's three that would describe me. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. We're going for the next one. I mean, I think you'll probably know more than this than I do, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Are sex toys safe? And if so, how would you approach it with a partner if you wanted to use a sex toy? There's two questions in one there. What do you it's mean? It's a one A and one B. Safe. Oh. So I would say, like, are they safe to use in like the way, like, for instance, if I. Sp- I suppose in my way that I've written that it's like are they safe to use with multiple partners mm. so for instance I've got a sex toy box if I was to sleep with multiple partners would they be set safe to sleep with hang on yeah would they you know what I mean if Could they you use the toys with, with other people yeah. yeah so I mean I know the answer to this but 
I yes. Know, I want you to answer it. <laughs> I would say the only, the thing, so first things first about sex toys is thinking about the materials. So yeah. I think it's really important to, yeah. you know, make sure that the material is not porous because that yeah. can obviously cause of course. issues. Yeah. And then if you what are... What would be porous though? If someone was to buy a sex toy, just for the Jenny P. Um, God, I don't know the list of materials. <laughs> okay, done. fuck. I've really literally like listed off. But like if, <laughs> but, if you're buying from like a, a general sex toy provider, they don't have a porous material, which is what I think, right? Yeah, and also it's yeah. really important to... Um, if you like to know that the lube you're using is safe with yeah. the sex toys that you're using. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so that's one thing. Um, In what way would it not be safe though? Because certain lubes can degrade certain things. Oh, interesting. And like okay. affect the material. That's interesting. And then also, I guess, if it's anything that's going in your butt, make mm-hmm. sure that it has a flared base. What does that mean? So make sure that it's oh got, got, oh my god yeah no yeah, yeah. because otherwise of course no, it can even, get it's happened it's inside. happened to me with the flare thing really wow yeah. you were really good but it was rich. like a <laughs> it was a starter situation right got, I'll stop that. oh wow that it was a metal one wild. though okay not okay don't buy metal butt plugs okay oh, don't well, do it no no but it may don't buy a beginner's metal butt plug. Okay. No. But yeah, apparently, yeah. So, so <laughs> but yeah, anyway, skipping over that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that would be all I'd say there. And then in terms of sharing sex toys. Is Make that... sure that you clean them properly. Yeah. That's the one I want though. I mean, that's an obvious thing for me. I yeah. Think. Anyway, I think like that's when I read that question was some, from someone I was a bit like, mm. I feel like if you're sleeping with multiple people and you've got a sex toy box, Obviously, the be-all and end-all would be to clean it properly with yes. the right product. Clean it properly and make sure you're reading about, you know, in the instructions of the toy that you get how that toy should be cleaned. Exactly. Because they all yeah. have different yeah. ways of, of being cleaned that's, that are the most it's effective. It's like feeding a Tamagotchi. You've got to exactly. feed it right, otherwise you'll kill it. <laughs> exactly like that. And I always killed my Tamagotchi, so I maybe it. I shouldn't be yeah, using maybe sex I, toys. Maybe, maybe I should um, away all my sex and toys. And then I guess if it's in terms of like, can STIs be spread via toys? I mean, if you're in like a threesome situation yeah. and it's all happening at the same time, then obviously like... That's going to happen. But... I think, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I think, you know, if... To- virus they don't live on things for so long yeah so yeah, yeah. long but yeah. i think just being it is also it's something to be mindful of if you are in a you know group sex open, situation, yeah you can also use condoms on your of course toys. yeah and i yeah. think that's that goes without saying i think it's the same important. as normal exactly it's like normal yeah. so if something is penetrating someone mm-hmm. then there is a what do you say about a vibrator situation though if you were like clear on clear clear on clear Oh, girl. It's hard to know, though, right? Because in the moment, you're like, fuck it. I think being safe is... I think it's a be-all and end-all, though, because I feel like I was going to ask you this. I'm like, how would you know if someone's safe with you, if you're going to have one night stand? You wouldn't know, because they're not going to know. Have they been tested? How would you know? And do you ask? What I think the, you what's sh- the I that? think asking, if you don't feel comfortable asking, then using... A barrier method is yeah, of course, the yeah. thing. I mean, obviously using condom or whatever. Yeah, apparently. but the reality is every single form of intimate touch has a risk. Of course. So, but even with the no testing, hun- yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a... Even using condoms, there's still a but risk. But also, like, even if you're going to get tested, some things don't show up for how, how many months? There's window periods. So, chlamydia and gonorrhea is two weeks. They two don't weeks, show up. Yeah. Um, 
and then other STIs are longer. I'm yeah, not gonna remember. But yeah, no, I'm not gonna put you on the spot. I but like I'm saying, that, like it's yeah. it's more than likely you have to be safe at all points, especially with one night stands. I mean, even mm. if you don't think it's gonna be a one night stand situation, you know, you know, like if you're having casual sex and things happen, it's recommended that you get tested every three months because that's when things three, will show up. Is that only three months? Every that's three months, wild, because, though, because of the window period. Sure. Okay, got you. And that's the because I was testing like every like three weeks or so yeah but that's also fine you can do what you feels comfortable to you yeah but, um, but i'm just ocd though yeah but yeah. it's because because things don't because they things, don't show up because things yeah. don't show up but the reality is you know there's a risk with, with everything, everything with everyone with everyone and everything yeah. so so we live in a world that people are like you know especially with the apps there's such a is frivolous the right right word Probably not. I feel like I'm using big words in the wrong way. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're trying to say. I feel like (laughs) people are like with field especially. They're like smashing through these people because they're like they're they're kink positive and they want to go and have a shag and whatever. So they're not testing for a while and then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I tested like two weeks ago, but they've gone through five or six people in that time. Mm. So like, how do you know that that person's you don't? Mm. So you're really putting yourself out there in the sexual world of being like. The I'm kind thing, of on the front line at this point. You know? front, I'm on the front I'm line. I'm on the front line. I'm trying to battle through, man. They you clapped know? for me during COVID. Yeah, thank you. They <laughs> clapped for me. I'm on the front line. I'm, I'm, shagging, I'm, on the front line. I'm shagging my way through the front line. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, I think the best advice is the only pa- only person's sexual health you can be responsible for it's is your so, own. Yeah. So you can only do everything you can do. Yeah, so as a girl, for instance, like I supply every sort of condom you can imagine. Like, always in my house i've got lube whatever whatever i want to be with that person because i'm like i would never ever expect the guy to bring that to the table because some people don't they expect that you could just like raw dog and i'm like mm. absolutely not have you ever had that yeah yeah <laughs> i mean many a times and i'm sure many people have in the time of dating it's actually d- really quite disrespectful to be fair guys out there in london mm. fyi not okay it's also stupid because you're putting your life at rest Sorry, but also your... annoying though at one point like i was sleeping with this guy who had a massive dick and i only had like regular sized condoms so he, you know mm. suffocation <laughs> That's your own fault, babe. Choked. Should have bought your own size situation. <laughs> but I think there's also loads of stigma around getting an STI. But the reality is, like, this but, is part of having sex. But also, yeah, exactly. And, and all, ba- pre- all STIs these days are, if they're not curable, they're, they're treatable. They are. And so, it's obviously you want to not get one, but yeah. also, I think we've been so shocked into the thing of being like. I, if I get an STI, I'm going to die. Or You're not anymore. if you get an STI, the person who gave it to you is dirty. Or yeah, they're, they're not. They're, a, they're not. a slag or a whatever you yeah. want to say. Yeah. And it's like, that's, we are, if you're having sex, whatever precautions you take, there is always a, a, a marginal even, risk. Exactly. And I think it's a natural part of having sex. And I think shaming people for it yeah. actually perpetuates the problem because the more it we does, shame yeah, people I for agree. getting SCIs, yeah. the more scared they are to get tested. Exactly. And if people are too scared to get tested, then they're not getting treated and then exactly. STIs and are then spreading. It just, yeah, exactly. Because nobody wants it's to be blamed. It's an epidemic. Yeah. So you, I think, yeah, STI stigma is... Yes. Yeah. If, <laughs> if it becomes like a general process of like you're being single situation. So for me, for instance, if I slept with someone 
like a week or two later I'd get an, you know the home STI checks which is so great you get them sent to your house SHL Mm-hmm. which are great SHL or SH24 hang on let me just find <laughs> I think that's what it is actually SH, I mean, SHL let me, is let in me London just, let me just give you the website because I feel like I'm plugging them because they're great SHL sexual health if you don't know about this you should because you can get them sent to your house and they're, they're so great so yeah SHL.UK and you can get a home STI testing regular and emergency contraception and that's in London but there's also SH24 I mean, <laughs> you put that in there, Chloe. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's easy to get tested. You don't have to go to a clinic if you don't want to, because I know that can be really embarrassing sometimes. If you get an STI, it's not the fucking end of the world. No. I know that we've had that drummed into us since, God knows, from the age of pretty much teenage years of being like, if you get an STI, you're dirty, you're a skank, you're a slag, whatever, whatever it may be. That is not true. Everyone has sex. Everyone is free to do what they want to do. If you get an STI... It's being human. We're mm. not going to die from it. There's medication to solve it. It's fine. Catching so, it early is actually the most important thing. Yeah. The STIs only become complicated when they haven't been caught and they've progressed. Yeah. So, like, getting regularly tested is the most important thing yeah. that you can do. Exactly. And also, you know, I think if you do get an STI from, mm-hmm. from sleeping with someone and, you know you both consented to having the type of sex well hopefully you both consented course, to having the yeah. type of sex that you had yeah. and you know I think um, everything's fair game yeah and I think there's you know, there's always a little risk and I think there's always going to be a risk over having sex with anyone though yeah. it's just kind of like be all and end all with that mm. and I think you've just got to be safe and have to be in the right mind frame I think everyone the thing is though I think a lot of people when they're drunk and this is another thing I'm going to go back to the inhibitions go and people forget to use the inhibitions they're like you know what fuck it we're going to raw dog it and the next day they're like I've got to go in the morning after pill and I've done that many times Mm. and then you kind of like regretty spaghetti and you're like well you know I don't really know this person and then you get checked and you're fine but there's so many situations where that could go wrong and actually would never ever say that's a good route to go down but there's so many guys who don't. This is another thing I wanted to bring up with you. This is a really interesting question. Okay. And I think you're going to like this one. What can cause women not to have orgasms? <laughs> this is a good one for us, though, because I feel like we're both... We're both? Both? Both. <laughs> we're both on the same wavelength in this situation. Are we? Yeah, because I feel like we're both very emotional women, so it causes us mm. a bit of something, something... When you're having one night stands or, you know. I think there's lots of things. I guess also first thing to maybe mention is medication. I guess, you know, if you're on antidepressants. Definitely, definitely numbs it down. I I was on sertraline for a long time and actually felt like a zombie. Mm. Couldn't even have my ex touch me. Made me feel physically sick. So Mm. I understand that totally. Yeah, so there's certain medications, time in your life, like... Yeah, stress. Menopause. Yeah. You know, and also, but one of the main, I would say, yeah, I mean, your libido and mm-hmm. your mental health are like inextricably linked. They really are. Linked. It's, like, it's like gut, um, what is it, gut, gut brain. Mm. When you're feeling really sick, you mm. kind of feel like quite mentally unwell. One thing I would shout out here is a really amazing book. Oh, yeah. Called Come As You Are. Oh. Have you read that book? No, I haven't. It's no. by some, it's by a, I think she's like a psychosexual therapist we love this emily Nilly nagoski oh and, <laughs> and 
she talks a lot about um she kind of like rejects the term sex drive and she talks about all of us as having sexual i think she says like sexual breaks and sexual accelerators and some yeah. of us have really sensitive so breaks and some of us have really sensitive accelerators yeah. so something happens and it you know if you're somebody with like sensitive sexual breaks then you know you know you're you've had a really stressful day and then your partner tries to start having sex with you but everything in your brain is, is you putting know. on the brakes yeah, it's like yeah, oh yeah, but yeah. i've got this to do i've got this to do yeah and whereas some people react to stress and it differently it it, it puts them. on the acceler- yeah. the sexual accelerator yeah, yeah, yeah um and it's and it's about figuring out what puts your brakes on and what turns your accelerator on as opposed okay. to it being like oh, i'm someone who doesn't want to have sex so yeah. much we can't do and this it's not, not, it's not working between us yeah and know, that's not always bad. true sometimes you're just somebody who needs like your a ex- your more. accelerator is a little bit slower you're yeah. like a a 1950s classic car yeah, we love that. and you need a little I bit more that. time with a the foot on the gas like yeah. you need to go out for dinner yeah maybe you need to sit on the sofa with a glass of wine mm. and talk about your feelings have a hot bath feel close to have a hot bath and then um yeah you need to sit on yeah have a hot bath and that's what gets your accelerator going and yeah. i think um that's a really nice way of looking at it it's yeah. not like that um, what was even the fucking question? What am I talking about? How to have an orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, basically mechanics. But just be, yeah, I'm just talking about cars. I love now. cars. Uh, thing is, for me, I love a Mustang. But uh, I think, you know, for me, I would go for a Mustang, a pink more. <laughs> like Chloe talking about orgasms. So, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh, bring you back, bring you back. Oil change. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so I think thinking about your libido in a different way is a good way of doing it, yeah. of, of thinking about that. But also, um, Orgasms are not the be all and end all, and sexual pleasure and intimacy. And this is what we've always, sp- always spoken about. I think from the moment I met you, I think there's so many people that are really, really involved in like getting to the end line, mm-hmm. the finish line. And there's so mm-hmm. many guys that are the same because I've, you know, um, uh, what I've said in the podcast and is going to be one of the sayings uh, as long <laughs> as long as the time goes. Is the guys are like get in, get off, get out. And they are like that. And it's so it's so fucked up. It's funny, but it's fucked up. And I don't really feel like having sex with someone, even if it's like se- um, like sexting, texting, and then you meet up and you're like snogging and you have a dry hump, that's still having a sexual experience with someone. It's not like you need to really force someone 100%. into having like penetration. I really think people have got that completely wrong. Like having sex with someone is totally being in that sexual moment with someone regardless if it's penetration or not like it doesn't need to be it's a sexual connection and like a sexual moment with someone it's not anything to do with just that and i think that's what we've been taught though Mm. with sex education it's like pure penetration Mm. that's it Mm, 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 so which also really denies like the queer experience and that's why that's why it's so sad because it's actually like why would we go down just like one route that's just like women and men penetrating to make a baby there's, there's no sexual ex- like mm. there's and no I would say, for that you know like some uh, some of the sometimes when you're <laughs> sleeping with a man and a man, <laughs> a man, a man, a man. Um, from Alabama actually <laughs> like 
the penetrative part is a really short part. It's just it really when you're is. like, boom, we're going to come. But before that, you're like, no, we're not going to come. He's going to <laughs> Or like, you know, whatever. Yeah, and... I agree though. I totally get it. And actually the, the preempting side of that whole situation, of the, the penetrative situation, if we're going to go in the scientific way, mm. um, is better. Mm. I think it is better, especially for the queer world, especially what we've experienced. It's like, it's way better. Mm. It's way more sensual, way more touching, way mm. more like we're in that moment together rather than being like, I want to slam you to your life until I can come and go and go home. Mm. It's boring. Yeah. Well, for me anyway. No, I think it's, yeah, 100%. But also, I mean, I guess causing women, yeah, what, what, what can cause women to not have an orgasm? I feel like, also, women have been through a fucking lot. We have. <laughs> and we most have. of us have been through a fucking time when it comes to sex. Like, from teenage yeah. teenage yeah. years where we were literally, like... Like, a like, of the fucking thing for the smelling thing. So hard. Exactly. And there's a lot of social pressure on us to be these, like, desirable sex object, objects. But and also goddesses. Not, but also not sluts. And I think there's a lot of pressure. God, and I so think, boring, though. And I think, um, again, I, I would say the, the best thing as a woman who's struggling to orgasm can do is maybe take sex off the table and spend some time with themselves yeah i agree and actually just have a moment with yourself and like you know if you're with someone that's like not getting you off or whatever have a moment with yourself have a bath that night have a moment without them and have a moment of being like, We're both you know so what? Pisces, because I also always... My I'm advice to everyone bath. is like, bath. I'm not saying... Yeah. My friends are like, I'm having a bad day. I'm like, oh, I'm bubble bath. <laughs> I'm like, Fino Verde, bottle of wine, and a Put fucking bath. On. You know what? Salt burn in the background. Mm. You'll be fucking freaking yourself silly. <laughs> <laughs> I realised, my mum was like, I was like, mummy, what salt burn yet? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what did you think? She's like, a bit weird, to be fair. But I've seen films like that before. They've got the same, same pretense. I was like, oh, come on. Have a day off for you. She's an Aquarius. I'm like, come on. She probably loved it, to be fair. I was like, bathtub scene, though. She's like, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It's hot. <laughs> the graveyard, though. Hello. I did get, I did get off on that. Do you love that? <laughs> he was like, I literally... Yeah, I did a little bit. It's really bad, isn't it? No. Oh, never. it's really bad. No kink shaming here. I know. I liked it a little bit because I was a bit like, it's a bit wrong. I, you know what? <laughs> Barry, what's the same? Keoghan. Keoghan. Hello, if you want to come on the podcast. Short King as well. Short we King. We love a Short King. Hmm. I've been going for Short Kings recently. Have you? Really bad though. Shouldn't. Do they, yeah. They, they fuck, apparently they fuck like, like coming to start prison. So, <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah, the last guy I was seeing was an actor. Short King. Best sex of my life. Wow. Paid, I can't. I can't. Okay, anyway, we're going <laughs> to, we've got three more topics. Okay. Obviously, we can cut for this. Yeah. I'm gonna, bad date story for you. Oh, God. Do you know Go what? On. I haven't really dated that much. You know In my life, actually. Really? No, but I did go on one date. This is years ago. Yeah. I met this guy in a club. And, um, in the club. And whatever. We must have made out in the club. But I don't know. Because I was absolutely... Like, sure. Steve Marini. <laughs> I was off my face. This is, <laughs> I remember it was Phonox in Brixton. Anyway, and then the next day he texted me like, hey, do you want to go on that date? And I literally was like, who are you? What? I was like, I don't remember. Who <laughs> are you? And he was like, oh, yeah. I'm the guy that you were making out with all night in Brixton. And I was like, oh, oh my God, what? Okay. Sure. And I was like, yeah, oh, hey, yeah, that date. Yeah. Of course, yes, yeah, sorry, so it's in my mind. God. So then I went and met up with him. 
And he was immediately so touchy feely, like no, grabbing my no, hands and like no. looking at them. And no, I was, really? And I was Ooh. like, oh, this is quite a lot actually. And then he obviously thought that he was like the smartest man in all the land. As they all do. And he used the word, he was like, I'm topping all up. my friends are really affluent. And I was affluent? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Who do you think you are? Bill Wait Gates' son. Wait for it. Thank oh, you. Fuck off. And I said, oh, like they're rich. And he went, <laughs> that's not what affluent means. Oh, no, don't. Don't even come at me with that. And I don't was even like, come at me with that fucking what do you the talk mean? down situation. He was no. like, no, 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 no. Affluent means like they're flowing, they're free flowing. And I was like, no, that's, that's what affluent. And he no. was like, no, girl. Oh, no. And so then I was no, like, you're literally like, you think like, the patronising vibes of this is just not giving. And then, um, so I left the date later, whatever, we hung out for a bit more and left. And then I just screenshotted the dictionary definition of affluent and sent it to him. (laughs) But then he asked me on a second date and I was like, I don't think so, bro. Absolutely not. And then he sent me a picture of his flaccid penis and he said, I can't believe, yeah, it was flaccid. And he was like, I can't believe you don't want to try. And I was like, try, I've met you once. And he was like, why Why don't you want to... Um, it was something like... No. Why don't you want to... No. Like, why aren't you curious about us? And Ew. I was like, about us? We've been on us. one date. Us. I know. It's giving Patrick Bateman. <laughs> it's giving Patrick I Bateman. I know. He's got his face mask on at home texting you. I Disgusting. know. I know. So that was quite a weird day. What's yours? I'm sure you have many. Babe. I haven't been having any other dates. No. No. Nothing to report. What's my say? Bad date story. I mean... I would go back to my OG dog bite date. Oh. You heard it. Did you, did you listen to podcasts? Wait, hang on. I did listen to that, but I yeah. also, I went on a date oh. and a dog walked up to this, the guy that I was dating. Yeah. And um, we were stroking the dog. It was a Bichon freeze. No. <laughs> Always a Bichon. We were stroking the dog and then the dog cocked its leg and p- pissed on the guy I was on a date with. Stop it! Fully pissed. Oh, no. You need to- <laughs> Fully pissed on him. And I was like, if you're smelling like a fire hydrant, maybe you aren't clean, <laughs> clean enough to fuck me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because that dog no, is that dog was like, girl, you need to get that on this date. Dog it's not thinks working. you're a street alley. <laughs> and maybe that's telling me that your, your dictionary of the inside no, me. Your shoes are stinking. I'm going to fucking piss on them because they smell like fucking acid. <laughs> No way. Yeah, the dog yeah. cocked its leg. No, fuck that. Silly. That was yeah. absolutely... Thank you for the dog for that. No, bad date, sorry. I think it was probably, yeah, ending up in hospital with a dog bite. That is crazy. Yeah, I know. I can't believe that. That's a crazy story. I knew story. died of sepsis. It's fine. Don't worry about that. Crazy. Okay, we've got last few situations, but we're going to brush over these because I feel like we've covered them quite easily. I also had a question okay, from someone, which I actually... Oh, yeah, yeah, please, please, please. I actually questions. thought it was a really nice... Mm-hmm. question that we would maybe we'll end with that because I feel like we've been chatting for like 500 years that we would both be very well equipped to answer yeah so let me get it up because I'm very slow at using my phone <laughs> come on grandma so someone said tips for getting over a man slash breakup eager for any and all fucking insight for real love that so some with a crying eye so oh. somebody's going through it Okay, read um, it to me again, one more time. So, had a couple of glasses of wine. Tips for getting over a man slash breakup. Okay. In brackets, eager for any and all fucking insight oh, for real. Oh, I feel. I, you know what? I feel the pain. I feel actually, it. when I when I hear that, I'm like, I feel the pain. I'm literally when I read that message, which is why I wanted to bring oh. it up. I was transported back. I actually transported back to me too. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm going back. I know to that. it. 
in such a real way. I really do. Feeling it again. I'm like feeling like a little bit teary. I could cry for that. I actually could. <laughs> so my tips, I would say, I'm like trying to bring it up, bubbling under the surface right now. I feel like putting yourself first is a really, really big thing. And mm-hmm. I don't think anyone realises how big that is until you really come out of a relationship. Putting yourself first in the way that I feel like saying no to things you don't want to do like if your friends are like oh my boyfriend's got a party and like you know like can you come and like it's going to be a couple saying like you're going to be the only single one. no sorry sorry no not doing it i'm marking that off on the calendar no absolutely not say no to things you don't want to do number two go to the gym because you know what i know it sounds really bad but those dolphins in dolphins in dolphins <laughs> I call them in dolphins because I think it's funnier they are going to make you feel way better and actually working on yourself is such a better project than working on anyone else and like just even going like there's power in choosing yourself when you've chosen someone else for there so really is even going for a run and being like you know what seeing the beauty of the world around you and being like having a moment to yourself and like listening to your own playlist and being like I'm in this world alone and that's a really beautiful thing. So I know sometimes people can find that really scary. But it's actually a really beautiful thing. Because you can choose what you want in this life. And you can like choose whatever you want and the people around you. So it's really exciting. Mm. And like going for a run, you can be like, yeah, you know what? That's really great. Mm. And having a moment in, in nature sometimes. And if you're at the gym, same thing. You're like, yeah, I'm mm. kind of in nature. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. And then lastly... Surrounding yourself with people that love you and care for you and will fucking mm-hmm. sing your praises until the fucking sun comes up because that's what you mm. need around you when you're going through a, a breakup. Mm. Chloe? Yeah, well, um, that, everything you said, but I think... I was really blabbing then. No, I, no you weren't. Was I, not? I was oh, actually I was... really impressed with the conciseness. <laughs> really? I was like, did you prep this like before? <laughs> I feel um, like the chin-chin's really giving me some fucking extra. I have... Mine is... Um, Twofold. <laughs> Twofold. I would say my my first bit of advice, and again, I'm speaking for what worked for me. Of course, yeah. For me, in my moments of lowness, I yeah. would be like, now that I'm out of this relationship, I really have an opportunity to lean into the things that weren't possible when I was with that person. And that make you happy. And that, yeah, will, will that make me happy, but also that... The, that I w- that weren't able to happen when I was in that relationship. Sure, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Every relationship, yeah. it, whether it's good or bad, there are things that perhaps you held yourself back from because sure. you chose the relationship. And I think, for me, really leaning into those things and when I did those things, mm-hmm. verbalising my gratitude for them. Sure. So I would be like, I'd message my friends and be like, oh, that was an example of something I perhaps couldn't do if oh, I was sitting in that relationship. So I'd then. make sure I would verbalise it. Because if you verbalise it, mm-hmm. and maybe you don't need to verbalise it to a friend, maybe just verbalise it to yourself. But I think also manifesting it down. Though, it's a manifesting thing. Yeah. I agree. Do you do that a lot? No, not really. But I think I, but I heard the other day, I think I'm a natural manifester. Babe. I just don't write it down. But um, but in your brain though, you're thinking about it though, right? I think I generally am just like, I'm going to have a good time and then I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's manifesting. Yeah, it's manifesting. exactly. Yeah. 
But I think um, that was a big one for me was because I, I did, you know, it's really hard. It's really hard doing things for the first time without a partner that you've loved yeah, so much. God. But then if you do things for a first time, you do them maybe a bit differently or you do it in a way that wouldn't have been possible with them. Yeah, even There's like gratitude in yeah. that. And you can say like, yeah. it's really special that I survived this moment without them. And I think and verbalizing really and articulating it's saying that. surviving it because yeah. it feels like you're dying. It feels like you're dying. It feels like you're dying it literally feels like the world will not i turn. feel like i can't believe i survived it because my and that's life... how i feel now yeah and i feel but going I... through a breakup is you feel like you're dying yeah and so now I and have the like pain in... is like is it i can't even explain it's it. literally like it is like someone's yeah. died <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it, but you're um, grieving though you're it grief. is grief it's a grieving process it's 100 percent grief and so yeah. i think um reminding to the point that i was just saying like gratitude but also re- be proud of yourself yeah. and don't be ashamed to be proud of yourself be like i got through that yeah and i did it and maybe and what maybe you did it badly the first time maybe it's the first time you meet up with a group of friends maybe yeah. it's the first time you go to a wedding maybe it's the first time whatever the first time you do it maybe you don't do it so well but then the next time you do it well fucking praise yourself yes absolutely. fucking praise yourself because it's like absolutely. i just did that yeah and i did that a bit better than last time and that's progress yeah. even if it feels small because breakups happen and they roll they really do. it's still huge progress and Massive. fucking give yourself a pat on the back absolutely. that's my first bit of advice and that's a cheers to you. and you know what my friend said to me when i broke up with my ex she said how are you feeling and i was like oh i'm feeling good you know what i actually this is the first day i've stopped crying yeah. And she was like, you know what? That's the best step in the next direction for you because you, you stop crying for the first time in however long. So, like, you have to remember that the small steps in mm-hmm. the way of, like, a breakup are the best steps because you forget, like, the previous day could be They're really hellish. Ones. Yeah, they really are. The, the previous day could be really hellish and it'd be like, I'm at home crying all day and, like, I'm really, really struggling. But actually, like... You have to remember you're not alone. Like, we all go through these same things. Me and Chloe have gone through the same thing. We've gone through such a heartbreaking situation. Mm. But I think people hide it so much from the public Mm. in general. Mm. And it's so hard. So we feel you. Mm. Like, totally feel you in that. And I feel like actually putting yourself first. You have to. Mm. 100 million percent in a breakup. Put yourself first. Mm. Because you will heal better have your best friends around you and the BFFs. Yeah, the BFFs. And I, I think if the chi- you and the chin chin. And, chin chin and the chin chin and the chin chin. I mean, like you know what? I feel like people are like, oh, don't drink when you're going for a breakup, babe. I drank. Do I did ketamine. I fucking <laughs> did ketamine alone on my own. I was in a K hole most of the night. Like genuinely, I was listening to Khalid over and over again. <laughs> um, it was awful. And I came out the other end. Something also helped me. I also I have a second point to this, but just before. But something I was interrupting. No, 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 it's all good. But something (laughs) that also helped me is when I knew it was going to be a difficult weekend. Like if it's well, someone's birthday, if it's because da 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 da, and you know it's going to be a tough one. Plan something. I planned like a park picnic with my friends on a really difficult day. day. And lo and behold, no, the day it was happening, the weekend it was happening, and I slept around my best friend's house. And lo and behold. Something painful did happen that weekend. But oh, I'd already planned... Really I'd already planned to be in my Before best friend's that. house. Yeah, because oh. I knew it was going to be a difficult weekend. Iconic. So I said, Iconic. guys, this weekend... It might not be, but it also could be a difficult weekend. So can I sleep around yours? And oh, I were like, obviously, okay. yes. And we had a picnic in Hampstead. Oh. Hampstead Heath. And then the next day we went for a hungover brunch. Oh, I love you for that. So sweet. So I think 
being date yourself and date know, yourself and know what yourself needs high five to that and know what yourself high needs high fiving and with that link <laughs> but the second thing I would say is my own personal experience on a different plane to the person who asked the question is yeah. every week that feels hard the next week feels better it does and with every week you're like I have just dealt with that feeling. The feelings are the same. They come up. You're like, mm-hmm. ooh, I miss the comfort. Ooh, I miss you when do. they did this. Yeah. And that comes up every week. But every week you're su- you will be Even surprised. Even every day, I'd say, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. But for me, it was useful to milestone it by weeks. Like I, Because when I first broke up with my ex, I was getting counselling. So I had a check-in yeah. every week. That yeah. And you showed me how much almost, better yeah. I was doing. Sure. But if you don't have counselling, you can do it for yourself and be like... Every... Little milestones. Yeah. yeah. And, and every week you do a little bit better, even if it's just, I didn't cry at that. Or yeah. even if you did cry I at didn't that, I recovered quicker. Yeah. I recovered yeah. quicker. Yeah. Or even if you didn't recover as quick, you are thinking about it now in a more practical way. Or like I'm way. eating better, because I feel like eating a lot of people better. don't eat... I'm eating. That, yeah, I've I've seen friends this week. Yeah, and even if you're struggling personally when you're on your own, you're socialising, and that's a huge exactly. milestone. It's and such I think a big thing. Take it week by week. Honestly, and for me, seeing things by weeks was literally like a game changer. Yeah, of course, was literally a game changer. But I think I think people what they forget is like when you go through a breakup, it is like someone dying. Mm. So you're grieving. Yeah, you have to it's grief. Really forgive yourself though if you're going through a breakup because you're grieving. You're really grieving, mm. and it's fucking hard. Like me and Chloe have been at home crying our fucking selves to death at at night every single night. We are not what you see. We're not superhuman. We are human. We are going through the same thing. Speak for yourself, girl. I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> I can fly. I can fly. I've been I've been through the fucking pits, and you know I have because I've listened you listen to me and so is Chloe so like we understand how you feel so like honestly going through all the all of these different things I'm getting more progressively pissed as we go on so I'm like I'm trying shit no love. but I yeah I'm just saying like just take care of yourself first I'm looking at my koala on bed like oh it's my only boyfriend look at him <laughs> love. <laughs> got you I'm gonna sign off with this I think that sign was a off. great place to end but to I that person, I'm... you're probably doing better than I you think. I hope so. Because when say... I thought I was doing badly, I then a you week were. later realised, oh, that was just the final... Part of I had a big cry it's and I was like, oh, that was the final purge. And then the week but after been I so felt many, better. There's been so many cries for me, like regardless of like however long your relationship is, there's going to be ups and downs. Constant. It's like, it's it's like so battling... Yeah, it's like battling a fucking rumba rapid. So you can't... You can't, like, know when it's going to happen. The first wedding you go to, the mm-hmm. first Christmas, the first... It's their birthday. Even being it's your alone, birthday. Having it's... a bath, hearing a song that you're going to... You, you know, that you have together or whatever it may be. Like, there's so many things that will trigger you. But actually, moving forward as yourself, you are going to be a bad bitch. But also, if you are feeling low and you're crying, mm-hmm. you are doing the right thing. Thing. You have to let it because out. Because if somebody you know you is acting like they're not crying, they're suppressing feelings and it will come out in destructive behaviours. Right. So remind yourself that by crying and feeling what you're feeling... You're letting it out. You are actually fucking 
nailing it. And you're moving on to the next fucking phase of your life. So cry it out. Because you will feel better. You will. In I the long you. term. Because you've actually felt what you feel. Me and Chloe have gone through this, honestly. <laughs> we are literally like coming out like gurus. We're like, High five. Slay. <laughs> oh, we Slay. Missed. We're like, we missed. If you didn't say we missed the <laughs> high five. <laughs> we're going in again. But actually, we've gone through fucking hell and back. We've come out. We're still living. We're still learning. We're, we're li- drinking we're, chin chin. We're living through the chin chin. Second bottle of fucking wine. Christ's sake. On a, on a work day, Megan Reeves. And Chloe Hell. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to leave you with this. Put yourself first. Put your friends first. This year means that you are going to be living for yourself, not living for anyone else. We're not going on dating apps and meeting fucking losers. We're not. We're actually not doing that because why would we? Because you know what? You deserve better. So (laughs) I know I'm saying like delete the apps, but just fucking delete the apps because it doesn't even mean anything. And going forward, like I said, my prediction was we're going to meet people in real life. It's coming up to summer, right? I'm a couple of months. Yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's it's my basically birthday summer. happens and then it's summer. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> March. Our birthday's in March. Come on. <laughs> so, I feel like delete the apps. Have a couple of months away from the apps and have some time alone. This time means that you're going to regain your strength within yourself. And by the time it gets to summer, we're going to be fucking bad bitches. No person is n- is going to be able to keep up. They'll be like, oh my God, I can't. I actually can't. So when the person that comes along that you're meant to be with, fucking, they're going to be amazing. I promise you. Chloe, sign off. I would just say that you... Wait. No, I just think it feels exceptionally hard right now, but that's because you're doing what is right. Getting yeah. through it and feeling your feelings is it's exactly what actually from a like psychology point of view that's also exactly what you need to do you need, it's yeah. new, you're being human hmm. and one day you will look back and be like i can't believe i did that and yeah i promise you you will feel so proud of yourself so good. and your life will look so different and it will be a life that you've created for yourself exactly and you won't believe that you did it high five and I think oh, that, we did it. We did actually did it that is really special. It really and is. I'm proud of you, and Megan's proud of you. And Megan, keep oh, on. Oh, Meg, Meg, sorry. Oh, Megan. <laughs> keep she, on keeping on. Megan. <laughs> okay, so we're going to leave with like a little. I, I said anecdote last time, but it's not the same thing. I'm going to say like a little personal quote. You got a little personal quote? What do you mean by that? So I'd say, like, like you said, keep on keeping on. That's quite cute, to be fair. I'm going to say. <laughs> for this episode <laughs> buy chin chin Vina Verde because you know what it makes you feel great no I'm joking I'm gonna say this episode I'm signing off with you've got me joking with me Meg Reese, followed by Chloe Howe joined not followed by joined with Chloe Howe I'm a bit pissed at this point um be a bad bitch always be a bad bitch I'm gonna go drink some more Vina Verde yeah and be hot girls <laughs> be hot girls <laughs> Hot people in life, do you know what I mean? <laughs> what are you going to say? Do I have the sign-off too? Yeah. My sign-off would be 2024, who gives a fuck <laughs> about yeah. what you're doing professionally? Yes. 2024 is all about having fun and saying yes to the good times. Absolutely, high five.
We've managed it now. Managed it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. I've been Meg Reese and I'm here with Chloe Howe. Absolutely fucking legendary. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our absolute babble. Absolute babble chat. We love it. <laughs> She's snorting around. I love it. <laughs> We're oh pissed. God. Thank you. And Bye. thank you so much for listening on this Monday. We will be na- back. back. <laughs> I'll be back next week. <laughs> you got me joking. Lots of love. <laughs>